0: through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme.
1: I am serving my way to greatness, part number one. Philippians 2. I want to read from the Amplified Classic. Quite a bit of a lengthy text, but well worth our read. This is our word and worship service, really our Bible study. At the count of two, three, let's read together. One, two, three, go. Let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility, who although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality, with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained, but stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the guise of a servant, slave, in that he became like men and was born a human being. Eight, and after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. 9, therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him, and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above. Once again, verse 9, therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him, and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above. Every other name shout, Amen. Amen. Serving my way to greatness, but number one, our Father, thank you for this amazing gathering. Before we came, you came. <laughs> thank you for blessing your word as we read it. Now I beseech you to bless the teaching and perhaps the preaching of the selfsame word. Take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of the of your servants, and that this hour come to your people with a word, with a thus said the Lord, and with us always to give you the praise. The glory and the honor to your name. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Amen. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may be seated majestically in God's wonderful presence. I am serving my way to greatness. As I referred and mentioned earlier, I'm so excited about what God, our loving Father, has been doing amidst his people and Roger in very recent times. For every or any discerning person, you can tell the atmosphere is changing, the glory cloud is sticking in and amongst us, and God is simply doing great and mighty things in the midst of people that calls for us to give him praise and glory. I believe that in this season, the month of August, that God will lay yet again a major milestone in our discourse and our teachings as we take the time to look at this subject of serving our way to greatness. As in the time of the old, whenever the glory cloud moved, it behoved the children of Israel to also pack up their tent and move with the glory cloud. The Lord led them in the night by the pillar of fire, led them in the day by the cloud. And each time the pillar of fire moved, whether night or day, they picked up their tent and they moved. And there was a very, very, very costly a, a consequence for those who refuse to move with the glory cloud with the pillar of fire. Literally, they literally died. They were not only left behind, but they couldn't make it. And I want to challenge you, the glory cloud has been moving, is moving, endeavor not to be left behind. Shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Look at you and said don't be left behind. The train is moving really fast. Don't be left behind. Don't be left behind. Hallelujah. I believe... That this night will be a short but very important introductory session of the entire series. It's my desire that this will be a solid foundation that we perhaps will lay upon in the course of the next few days, the next few weeks. Before we even begin to engage in the nitty-gritty of the discourse of how to serve to greatness, I think it's important for us to pause (laughs) to calm down and ask ourselves, what really is greatness? What really is greatness? Because if we're not on the same page of definition of terms, we could possibly be climbing different ladders and arrive hopefully or assume you arrive at the top of your ladder, but you've climbed the wrong ladder. That's why also when we talk about revival, uh, if I ask you what revival is today, I assume you should know, But people will give you their own perspective of what revival is based on what they know, what they understand. Likewise, if I asked you, really, what is greatness? You may have a different explanation or of what greatness is, but want to be on the same page. Based on scripture, what greatness is, so that we are headed in the same direction and hopefully, by God's grace, we arrive at the same destination. It will be quite dangerous... For us to be running towards greatness. And what you think is greatness is not what God has called greatness. It's quite dangerous to be an error. Jesus, in a particular text we'll look at shortly, contrasted two kinds of greatness. Number one, a greatness that he identified to be from a kingdom perspective or from his own definition of the kingdom. But also another kind of greatness that he defined to be a worldly kind of greatness. I want us to look at Matthew 20. We'll read together quite lengthy. But let every line, every verse mean uh, something weighty to you. A discourse between Jesus and the mother of Zebedee's children, James and John. As she approached Jesus, uh, placing a demand, asking him, making a request. Um, just summarize read it For her boys To sit on the left and the right of Jesus Let's read together, it's a Bible study Matthew 20 Verses 20 to 28 Let's read together, take down this note 1 to 3 go Then came to him The mother of Zebedee's children With her sons Worshipping him And desiring a certain thing of him And he said unto her What will thou she said unto him, "Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on thy right hand and the other on the left, in thy kingdom, in their kingdom." Note that word. But Jesus answered and said, "You know not what you ask. Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with?" They say unto Let's be together. They say unto him. We are able. Go on, read. And he said unto them, You shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with, but to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my father. And when the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. But Jesus called them unto him and said, You know what the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you, but whosoever will be great among you, oh boy, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be a chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as a son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Praise the Lord somebody. We're going to take the scriptures one by one And compare them with a few other versions But let me just mention that um, it, it will seem that many got uncomfortable Because uh, Mrs. Zebedee brought her boys Asking Jesus uh, That in, in 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 his glory they, will, they, they should sit on his left and right And the other ten guys got uncomfortable You know, stuck up their nose And you see what made them uncomfortable, in my mind, it wasn't the request of Mrs. Zebedee. I think what possibly made them uncomfortable is she got there before us. We wished we asked him first. Because, to be told, is innate in every human being is a desire for glory. It's a desire for greatness. A desire for greatness. So, we begin to see that The issue here wasn't her request, but the issue here was, in my mind, she was asking for a particular kind of greatness in another kind of way, oh boy. She was asking of the greatness that only is found in the kingdom, but she was supposedly assuming that that kingdom greatness can be attained, achieved by the natural way. Praise God. So Jesus said, wait a minute, Mrs. Zebedee. um, What you're asking for is not altogether bad. But the only issue is this. uh, There's a way to get there. Oh boy. And my question, I'm paraphrasing now. My question is, are you willing to go through the route to attain kingdom greatness? In other words, the way up is down. Can you handle it? Look at verse 25. It says, But Jesus called them unto him and said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles, oh boy, exercise dominion over them. And they that are great exercise authority upon them. So first and foremost, Jesus identified amongst The Gentiles, which is really a large categorization of the unsaved, unbelievers, right? That there is such a thing called greatness amongst them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way you see greatness amongst unbelievers or in the kingdom of darkness, listen carefully, is that the great bully the rest. You see, it is true. The great use greatness to intimidate the rest. Have you been on the road, driving quietly? I mean, gentle 2 p.m. afternoon. Then you see a convoy of about 15, 20 cars. Ambulance, security, um, armsmen, DSS, uh, military police. And they literally harass People to shove up the road. Uh, and it's not so much that they couldn't drive through the traffic. But it seems to me. Somebody wants to let you know they're in power. Oh you didn't hear me. Yes, oh, This is how it happens in the world. You've got to know I'm in charge here. Praise God somebody. Look at the NLT. Matthew 20:25. 20, Please pay attention. Where a lady foundation is, is solid. It says. Oh boy help me Lord. But Jesus, but Jesus called them together and said, you know the rulers in this world, hear this beloved, they lorded over their people. They lord, that's bully. They lorded over their people. Hear this, I told this in the Bible. And officials flaunt their authority over those Under them. That's a bully. They flung their authority. Here, the Amplified Classic. And Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles, they lorded over them, and they are great men. So they're great. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not discountenancing that there's greatness amongst men, and their own great men hold them in subjection. We're not done yet. Tyrannizing over them. Say tyrant. This is greatness as far as the world system is concerned. Oh boy, are you still here? Alright, we're going somewhere. TPG says. Verse 25, 26, Jesus, knowing their thoughts, called them to his side and said, Kings and those with great authority in this world, we are in the world, we are not of the world. Yeah, in this world, rule oppressively over their subjects like Pirates. But this is not your calling, Rogic. It's not your calling. You will lead, ah, balaba, hmm, by a completely new model. Do you hear me? Rogic, we will lead, oh boy, by a completely new model. <laughs> we'll raise governors who will lead by a completely new model. Businessmen, multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire will rise from this house who lead by a completely new model. Generals in the armed forces, in the police, in the Navy, in the Air Force, they will lead by a completely new model. But guess what? Even in church, pastors Uh, Apostles, Deacons, Bishops, Prophets, Name it all, evangelists, teachers. We will lead by what? A completely new model. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why one of our 10 core values is Christ-like leadership. This is what this is all about. Leading the way Christ leads. Uh, and I want you to really be sincere and open your heart sincerely as we teach. Because what the word does, the word is like a mirror. Bible says in Proverbs that the word as in face to face in water it reveals our heart to us. Praise God. It's a mirror. And as you read the word of God, somebody once said, Read the Bible long enough for the Bible to begin to read you. Did you hear me? You got to read the Bible until the Bible begins to read you, begins to tell you what you're struggling with. And what you should do is to align with the word of God. When you look at the mirror, beautiful lady, you know your mascara and your... uh, Peruvian wig, your Brazilian, your Jamaican, your Nigerian wig, you know, you, you, you think it's in place, but when you look at the mirror, you say, my God, I've got to adjust a little bit. Praise God. You know what he did? You had an image of what you look like. But when you saw the mirror, you see, I don't look like what I believe I should look like. So what I do, I make adjustment. Ay-ya-ya. So the word of God tells us what we should look like. When you look at the mirror, if you see yourself different, what you do is, I adjust. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hear this, verse 26. It says, The greatest one among you will live as the one who is called to serve others. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, look at the NLT, verses 26 and 27. What a Bible study. We're asking, What really is greatness? What am I serving to become or to into? And if you see yourself, that there are things you're striving for that reminds you of the picture Jesus painted regarding those who rule amongst the Gentiles. What you need to do is humble yourself. Worker in the office, supervisor, the boss. You know, as a supervisor, are you the one that likes to throw your weight around? Bring that come! Bring that cup for me. Don't you know I'm the manager Yeah. No, no, be sincere. We can just, you know, this church clothes we wear can be quite deceptive. Your real self oftentimes shows out on Monday when you drive to work. Mm, not here, but when you bump along the road and you ignore the traffic light. Not here. Rude Rajesh, are people of order. I know so. Huh. Hot afternoon, you get hungry and you just eat your banana and you know. You toss the pin, you don't care who else. They are paid to clean. Nah, nah, nah. That's not logical. That's not Christ-like. Praise God, somebody. But when we come to church, we look so sanctimonious, so holy, so dubbene, so all, all together. But the real news shows up on Monday morning. And I'm asking you, as we teach the Word of God, allow the Word as a mirror to point to you. Are you, are you, are you that picture that Jesus spoke about? A tyrant. Even as a pastor, are you a bully? You know the pastors who are bullies? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know who I am? I am the senior pastor here. You must bow at my feet. He didn't say sir. He didn't come my tattoo. He forgot. What's wrong with you? Don't you know who I am? No. The Bible says, as elders in the body of Christ, that we are called to serve. We are called I am called to serve you. Oh yeah. The politician you supposedly elected was elected to serve you. He should thank you for electing him. It's your tax money that is used to base his sumptuous salary. This big package in the Senate. But yet, with what we give them from our tax money, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who I am? His Excellency. His Excellency ought to be Chief Servant. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. He says, we will lead by a new paradigm. Rajik, we will lead by a new paradigm. When this church began in the first few months, I will really sit in front. And nobody taught me that. The Holy Ghost did. And I've never seen, I've not seen anywhere at all. I just felt in my mind, something told me, break the box. Break the status quo. Break what you're used to. You don't have to be in front. Be anywhere. And it became a culture. Nothing wrong with sitting anywhere in church. Absolutely not. But that was something God used to scramble my pattern. The point is, as a leader, you're called to serve. Husbands. I know the Bible calls you the head of the family. The more head you are, the more we serve our wives. Yeah. Leadership is service. When you claim to be the boss, show it. By serving. Are we still here? I'm losing a few of you, right? Stay with me. Alright. Look at Matthew 20, 26 to 27 NLT. But among you, it will be different. Wow. I love the word different. Among Roger, it will be what? Different. Different. Hallelujah. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. What? Is that in your Bible? I wanted to bring up that word called slave. Hmm. You see, it's not bad to want to be great. It's not bad to want to lead. But what it is, is the way to lead the kingdom way, listen, is through humility and through service. Do you still want greatness this month? You still want it? I do. Hallelujah. Let's look at the mission of Jesus from our text. Verse number 28. Again, KJV says, Even as a son, KJV first, Even as a son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Who who, who wants to be like Jesus? Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at the NLT. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, wow, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hmm. Look at the TPT, the Passion Translation. I love this one. Because the greatest honor and authority... Is reserved. Wow. For who? For the big boy. For the boss. Oh. Who is the greatest honor and authority reserved for? The one. That means it can be anybody. Yes. It can be you, can be me. The one. Who misses condition? What? The one with the heart of a servant. Yeah. Anybody can meet that requirement. It's reserved. For the one, the one. That means there is something called the heart of a servant. Even when you're the CEO, there's something called the heart of a servant. Even when you're the husband of of, of your wife, there's something called the heart of a servant. Even when you're the lead pastor, there's something called the heart of a servant. When you're the service team lead, there's something called the heart of a servant. You're the coordinator of the ICC. There's something called the heart of a servant. It's a heart. It begins from the heart before the action. Somebody see here. Praise the Lord somebody. Now look at the Amplified Classic. I believe that the Holy Ghost through this teaching will literally perform a spiritual surgery in our hearts. By the time God is done with us, you'll be reconfigured. Oh yeah. Your mind will be realigned. People see you on the street, say, what happened to you? You're like jellyfish. No, it's true leadership. This is greatness, this is real greatness. This is real greatness. You know, in my mind, the picture of true greatness is when that major general joins the sanctuary ambassadors Or join uh, the, the rogic security And then uh, on Sunday morning The general is there washing your toilet, Or the general is there packing your cars The general with three, four stars The general, that is greatness Greatness Not as the world defines greatness That's a problem But as the king of kings defines greatness But the question is What kind of greatness do you want? Do you want the one the world offers? And I'll tell you how dangerous that one is. Or you want the one that God alone can give to a man. If you want that one, there is only one way to get there. To stoop. As we saw in Philippians 2.9, that he humbled himself and God exalted him. And gave him a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus Christ. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue. Why? He humbled himself. Can't take him any At the baptism of Jesus, John said, hey... I'm paraphrasing now. You're my Lord. You're my master. I shall come to you to be baptized. But Jesus said, hey, suffer it to be so for now. For this is to fulfill all righteousness. There comes a point in time when the king steps down into the marketplace and goes amongst the people he rules and reigns over and begins to serve them. Then they know our king is a great king. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, there's something called that book called for eight laws of power. Forgive me for that word, but some stupid principles there that people have imported into church. It's just mafia. It's mafia, is it? Never outshine your master. All kinds of I mean things that are from the pit of hell. It's it's not biblical, but people have used this thing to 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 to, to raise organization and sadly so, to also raise churches. So they tell you that for you to respect the pastor, there must be something mysterious about him. You can't see him anyhow. It's, it's a mystery. Ah, Oga is anointed. It's not, it's not cheap. You see them protocol; they can see him. Ah, hey, he's very anointed. You just see him walking down the road like anyhow. No, 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 Oga, you're too, you're too available. This is error. It's from the pit of hell. Only God can honor a man. There is an honor that God gives. No man can give it. <laughs> if you fight for human honor, you have to maintain it through pain. But when God puts honor in your life, wearing slippers, people honor you. Your pins, your they respect you. Because God has placed honor may we live in a way that God himself will honor us for there is an honor that comes from God no man can take it from you hallelujah that will honor them that honor me I will honor those that honor my word God has honor hallelujah hallelujah look at Amplified Classic it says and whosoever desires to be first among you must be your slave please let that word ring a bell because you be hearing me talk about this in the course of teaching the word slave hmm Just as the son of man came not to be waited on, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, the price paid to set them free. So we see Jesus clearly contrast two kinds of greatness. This foundation is very solid. So we know what we're looking for. Praise God. Now, there are three words that are used interchangeably in the scriptures, based on one version. And you, you have seen that in the course of tonight's study. Number one is the word minister. Say with me minister. Number two is the word um, servant. Say with me servant. Number three is the word slave. 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 Really, they're all the same. And the truth is, if you study more in depth at the Greek and Hebrew, you find that many of the times, that many virgins translated the word to minister and to servant, the real root meaning was slave. Ah, yeah, 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 slavery. Well, slavery sounds very uncomfortable to the modern man. We, 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 we resist it. Uh, because hey, he came to set me free. That is true. But I share with you on Sunday that though he came to set you free, he came to also, <laughs> to engage you into another kind of bondage. Are you here? And I said to you, a very strong statement that that shook some of you, that the freest man on this earth is a man who is bound to Christ. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's so deep. The freest man in this life is a man who is truly bound to Christ. It's called a bond servant. So there is a call to ministry you see the word ministry sounds very glamorous are you a minister of the gospel oh these are the ministers ministers. who are they they wear suit, they wear tie they serve communion they are ministers they usher you they preach, they sing, they play they are ministers Oh, oh that word is servant so every form of ministry should be rendering service service to God at the, at the vertical dimension. And service to mankind. At the horizontal dimension. So we're called to serve. That's why we say in the kingdom of God. That every believer is a minister of the gospel. Hello somebody. Come on. Come on. It's not for some five people who are ordained. No. You're born again. You're a minister. You just didn't know it. And you're a servant. You just did know it. Guess what? And you are a slave. Doc, are you feeling this thing? The freest man on the earth is a man who's bound to Christ. Hallelujah. Let's go further. Have a few more minutes. yeah, yeah. Greatness in the world system is typically measured, please listen carefully, by the yardstick of money, influence, affluence, wealth, power. These are the seeming rules of measurement to know who is really great. (laughs) And if you're not taught properly, listen, listen, you become deceived by Satan to desire that kind of greatness. (laughs) Bullies. But in the eyes of God, they're not worth much. Look at what Jesus said in Luke 12:15, KJV. And He said unto them, Two brothers came and asked, Oh, share inheritance for a little, Listen, I said. And He said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. Wow. So it's a warning, Rogeans, as we are moving towards greatness. There is a warning for us to beware. That's a warning. beware. Beware of covetousness. Hmm. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. For a man's life consisted not, this is a recalibration of thoughts, in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Ah, yeah. When this becomes your renewed mindset, listen carefully, you will cease, genuinely so, not because you're jealous, you will cease to become intimidated, number one, and to be angry with a man driving a brand new car that you don't have. You know, those two things, you're intimidated or you're angry. You know what? When this is your mindset, you said, oh, big deal. That's life. You know Why? Having that car or not having that car doesn't measure your worth. Oh man, please get this. Please get this. It doesn't measure your worth. There is a man of God, I'm sure you all know, one of my mentors. I have always wondered why he wears white. That's not why I wore white today. I just felt like wearing white. Let me not implicate myself. No, 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 no. I wish I didn't talk about this one. <laughs> uh, I may not wear white on Sunday, so don't. That's him. But, but for many years, I've watched and observed him. I, in fact, I was with him some months ago. He said to me, "My son, you know, is this my white is a cheap way to live." I said, "Papa, <laughs> you're white is white. You're white is white, white. You know, in his mind." Is a cheap way to live. You can't tell what white is wearing. has a one. Now <laughs> are you like my white? Make me some more. <laughs> Praise God. You know, and this is one based on records, statistics, one of the so-called so-called richest pastors, based on whatever rules of measurement. Praise God. That's Nadem Sadi. Me a they rich inside me, yeah? Yeah. But based on how they mentioned it to, he is one of the richest pastors in the world. But what he wears is white all the most of the time. And I thought, I said, why does he? I've never asked him. I'm too scared to ask him. He may slap me. But I, my 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 little um uh what's the word now? Is it progresses or my little uh, projection? Yeah could be this, and I stand to be correct could be this, could it be that this is one of his points of covenant and consecration to God? What do I mean? Could it be that he knows he's that wealthy, he must be deliberate to live simply? That's just, you hear me? You hear me? You know what it is? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't miss it so. When God blesses and lifts you, it is wisdom that is not cheap and found in the market to simplify your life. I'm, t- I'm dropping bombs. Bombs. When God lifts you, and God will lift us by His grace and mercy, <laughs> it is wisdom to simplify your life. It's not time to buy yacht, buy jet, buy this. No, 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 no. Just to show you've arrived. If anything, it's time to simplify it more. You know why? I will tell you why. <laughs> Real greatness is not about arriving. It's about staying. I'll tell you what I'm saying. Many come and go. Men are sunshine. They are shooting stars. They appear, they go, they go. Men of God appear and come. Businessmen appear, go, go and come. You see, it takes more power to stay than to climb. Let me put it simply. The test of failure is easier to pass than the test of success. <laughs> hey! are we talking mm. there's something that happens to a man of god when there are numbers everywhere your name is everywhere there are so called branches everywhere something happens to you if you don't recalibrate you think you've arrived do you hear me oh yeah 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 so you must engage in things that remind you that you're very normal because you're normal I'm normal. I'm normal. You're normal. You're normal. <laughs> but you know there's a thin line. The applause of men and popularity and fame, nobility it has a way of working on your psyche. Very subtly. You behave differently as a manager than when you're a supervisor. Hmm. Huh? You were a banker officer 10 years ago, but now you're a manager. The car you're driving now has changed somehow the way you work out. They say, you, you bang that car, a rings over. Bam! Are we talking? In the days of 505, no, it's, uh, just, you, you pack fire away. They say, I'm here. Can't see how I came. But now with the range, you you go to a filling station, bam, 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 bam. open the gate, open it, range, open, it's range, open it. Human nature. Hmm. Oh, I'm sharing some secrets with you, Abi. Ah, I could. I'm working hard to stay long, <laughs> by His mercy and grace. Long, long. I've seen life. I've seen life. I've seen some things. <laughs> Give me three fire baptized hallelujahs. Come on church, come on church. Can you clap for Jesus? Somebody, anybody, everybody, give the Lord a shout and a clap. I am serving to greatness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at the Amplify Classic Luke 12, 15. he says here and he said to them God Roger, yourselves keep free from all covetousness Mm. the immoderate desire would you hear that (laughs) immoderate desire for wealth so there is a moderate desire but there is an immoderate desire Listen, one way to stay safe when you're blessed is to be sure that you are giving. (laughs) If you haven't learned to grow by giving, because giving is living. When you begin to accumulate and you're not releasing, after a while you'll be like what we know to be the dead sea you receive like a goalkeeper you block it Jesus said in Matthew 10 8 be freely you've received freely give huh. so one way to stay safe as a man who is going to carry means for the kingdom is to begin to practice liberality and generosity are you here? You must prefer others to yourself. There are times you you give things that should wound you. Remember, wound? Pain. You feel it. If you've been given at the level only of when you don't feel the pain, you're not set for another level of financial prosperity in God. There's, a, there's an immoderate desire for wealth. Hmm. We're very quiet tonight.
0: Hmm
1: the greedy longing to have more for a man's life does not consist in and is not derived from possessing overflowing abundance or that which is over and above his needs are you here beloved a great man is not easily intimidated by people because it's not about what he has. It's about who he is. It's about what he's carrying. They are those that have the trappings of seeming greatness. But inside they're empty. They're empty. They're empty. If, if they can tell you the truth, they wished. They can start all over again. They wished. They can give up all of these trappings to have what you have. The shalom of Christ. His peace. His peace that passes all understanding. Don't trade that peace for anything. Nothing can buy it. It's a gift from the Lord. I wrote here, greatness in the kingdom of God, as we can see from several scriptures we've already read, is tied and closely related to service. What? Using one's gifts, talents, skills, resources to serve God and others. Okay, let me give you one example that Jesus called great. So you can see he's very far from the picture of the world system. Finally, last scripture, Matthew 11 verse 11. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Verily I say unto you, Among them that are born of women, (laughs) They have not risen a greater Than who? John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, He that is least in the kingdom of heaven, is greater than who? So, you see automatically here, that greatness is in levels, is in dimensions. And it's saying here, John, as far as the Old Testament is concerned, is the greatest. Why? Was he rich? Not necessarily so. He ate locust, wild honey. Had a girdle around him. For all intents and purposes, it didn't look like a a typical superstar actor, whatever it is. Classic NBCU. But it was called great. Why? John was the next voice after Malachi last chapter closed. For many years, there was no prophetic voice. And this was the man that was prophesied that will prepare a way for the coming Messiah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So by way of his position of arrival, he's the greatest. But it's a yes still that when you compare John, who is the greatest among them in the Old Covenant, compared to the least, so they say least in the kingdom of God, the least in God's kingdom that is nothing compared to the least. He wasn't born again. That means, the moment you become born again, you become greater than the greatest in the Old Testament. Ah, yeah. You, you got it, sir. You got it, sir. Do you get that? Just by crossing over the chasm of light into darkness, or darkness into light, I get born again. I'm the greatest. The, the, that means Ezekiel, Elijah, Abraham, Moses, no, can't compare with you. You carry his spirit. That's greatness. So real greatness is tied to having the spirit of God oh man are you here it's tied to knowing jesus it's tied to walking in the intimately with him. let me close with this thought in mind oh kabbalah don't forget this greatness as far as the kingdom of god is concerned listen carefully it's never a destination no sir. no sir no sir no sir listen listen it's a byproduct hey is a byproduct of what pursuing after Jesus loving him serving him serving mankind greatness follows you rise on your feet hallelujah declare and decree I am serving my way to greatness lift your voice lift your heart let's worship the Lord for five minutes let's go ahead and bless him can you bless him that you're now in Christ if you are born again
0: give him praise We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Equeme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.